money to get me some money. And that's exactly what Le'Veon Bell did. Le'Veon Bell did what he was supposed to do and say, I want to be successful. One boy, Chris gave him the check, man. If you don't know Chris G, man, that boy, the boxing aficionado, MMA aficionado. Shout out to my boy. He could, you could check him out every Saturday, as Tom would say, 1230-ish on Facebook Live and Don't You Mess Your Podcast, man. You know what I mean? So, but I love it because whenever you're a player in the NFL, you have to protect yourself, and you have to know when to hold them and when to fold them. And I think Le'Veon Bell, what he did was he set a precedence. He said, listen, owners, I'm just not going to be this ragdoll that y'all want me to be. I'm going to be out here making money and making a difference. So with that being said, I will sit out. Yes, I will forfeit that $14.5 million, but guess what? I will get more money. And trust me, if you think that a running back like that has no value, then you are wrong because Le'Veon Bell will get paid. And I'm also going to read an excerpt from one of his his teammates, ex-teammates now. It was guard David DeCastro. He said, I appreciate Bell's greatness as a Steeler, averaging 128.9 total yards per game over five seasons. And he hopes he scores a massive contract in free agency. Bell is setting out the year to preserve his health. Yes. Travis King was good. Yes. Preserve yourself. And again, this is a guard who knows, who's blocking for him, who say, listen, I agree with what he did. He needs to protect himself, and he needs to get that investment. Um, to answer your question, Brandon, what I think he will end up, hmm, that's tough. It's, it's a very open market. Where I hope he will end up, I really hope he would end up um, with the Patriots. I know it sounds crazy. I really hope he ended up with the Patriots. Here's why. That's a system that could use him. That's a system that he can actually get yardage from, catching out the backfield. And I just want to see my godfather, Tom Brady, win. So that's why. Um, but to be serious, man, oh, man. Again, being that he's so versatile, he can end up a lot of spots, and he could do a lot of great things, man, because he's so interchangeable. You know, you've seen him at the slot sometimes. You know, you've seen him out wide. You've seen him catching out the backfield. He does so much, and I really am surprised that the Steelers let him go. I really thought that the Steelers would say, hey, okay, listen, let me open up this wallet a bit and stop being cheap skates that we are and try to keep you because we know that with Big Ben back there, it's going to be very, very tough for Big Ben to have another two to three years without a back like that. Now, I love, I love what Connor's doing. Shouts out to Connor. Ash, what's going on? I love what Connor's doing. Again, watching a young man's story ever since he was at Pittsburgh, his whole fight, you know, with cancer. God bless him. I love to see, you know, someone like that. But with someone like Le'Veon Bell, my goodness, I'm telling you, that is not something that you want to give up. And to what you're saying, Brandon, I'm thinking he'll go where the most money is thrown. Yes, he, yes, he's 26 years old. Um, he's not getting any younger, you know, so he's going to go get that money. But I say, you know, uh, the average life of an NFL running back, as people should, you know, some people know, is three years. You know, and he's been playing this way very successfully for five years. So to know that he's still productive and he got a year off, 
Now, people might say, well, that's going to be a hindrance because he got a year off. No, with someone like that, it's only going to fuel him. And the only thing it's going to do is really, really help him be productive for next season. So once all those teams open up their pocketbooks and Wallace and say, yo, what do you want? He's going to get that money. Again, he is not like any other back. He's not an average back. He's a very special back that can do a lot out of the backfield. And in open space, I mean, he's very patient runner. And he's going to get you your yards. He's going to add to any offense that, that takes him. I just don't want to see him with a trash-ass team. I really want to see him with someone who can really, you know, work with him. Now, Jake was good. Now, I agree. The Patriots are cheap. They'll probably keep what they got. I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to say that the Patriots are cheap, but I think that the Patriots know how to get players for cheap because a lot of players are coming out of difficult contracts or they're coming out of a not-so-good season, and the Patriots know how to plug them in. But I think that, you know, Patriots will, you know, give you the money if you need to. Now, in this situation, I don't think that the Patriots are going to give him a lot of money, I agree, because, again, they're going to say, how can we get the bang for our buck? I don't want to sit here and give you all this money because, again, it's going to be tough because we need our pieces. But at the same time, you know, if we need you, we're going to go get you. So I think that the Patriots' success is that they they often get backs who are um, not, you know, doing so well you know, in in their previous team. So Patriots kind of scoop them up, you know, take their potential and make a run. My boy, my man, Big Dog Daniels from the Our House Sports Show is in the building. Shouts out to him, man. Them guys, Monday night, 6.30. You catch him on Facebook Live, man. You know, uh, great show, man. I watch faithfully every Monday, man. Do with the thing with Aaron Rob Davis, man. So shouts out to them. My boy Kenny Fofo in the check. He says, shouts out to UConn Huskies, man. Last time I checked, UConn was winning, man, and they're playing against Syracuse. So if you're from the Big East, man, you already know what time is, man. You love to see stuff like that. But right now, I'm a uh, dookie right now. I'm I'm rooting for my son. I mean, my godson, Zion. Rooting for my godson, Zion, man. What's good, Zion? But back to the Le'Veon Bell situation. Now, on top of that, some of his former teammates went and got his stuff out of his locker room. I mean, they they ransacked his stuff. You know, I understand, you know, listen, you guys are grown-ass men. You ransacking somebody's locker room to get some Jordan Creek, you're like, cut this shit out. Come on, man. You telling me the thousands of dollars you making, millions of dollars, you can't get you no damn Jordans? You ransacking this man's locker to get some damn Jordan Creeks? Cut the shit. All right? Now, not only do you get the... I'm I'm going to read you something that one of his teammates said. In a video published by ESPN on Wednesdays, as you notice, WYBC, they're helping me with giving credit to where credit's due. Linebacker Bud Dupree, first of all, his name is Bud, so you already know what time it is, held up two pair of Bell's Jordan cleats and said, into the camera, appreciate the cleats, my dude. Wish you success, my dude. Cut the shit. Bud, you can't get you a pair of fucking Jordan cleats. All that money you got. All that money you got. And then not to mention, dude, this is a grown-ass man. This is supposed to be your teammate. You talking about my dude and you taking his stuff like you in fucking Hurricane Katrina? You know what I'm saying? You damn near looting his locker room, trying to shit so on like you in the locker, like you in a foot locker. Yo, look at what I got on, baby. I got these Jordans. 
You ain't never had a pair of fucking Jordan cleats, man. Cut it out, man. Cut it out. Like, like have some respect. JD on the check-in was good. You know what I mean? So now, you know, and and, and then you're going to go call him. Yo, you know, I was just doing that. You know, I just, I mean, since you ain't going to use it. But uh, but come on, man. You don't got to parade in his stuff. You're a grown-ass man, and you parading in sneakers like you ain't got up here. First of all, they ain't sneakers. They cleats. Again, you can't wear no damn Jordan cleats outside on the pavement. No, only on the grass. And your ass can't buy you a pair. That's that's a disrespectful. I agree, cuz. You know, getting this stuff from his locker is a punk. It's a total punk move. That's not even junior high level. I agree. I agree. That's some bullshit. You know? But then when people say, well, you know, these players should be lucky to be in NFL. Why? Why? Yes, again, these guys have God-given talent, but at the same time, they're still human beings. They don't got to take no shit. You know, they still can have their autonomy of, you know, what they want to do. Let them. Let them play. But now you got an owner who don't want to pay one of the best running backs in the league, statistically, and, you know, obviously he is. And then, on top of that, you got teammates running in your locker room and, you know, locker and taking your stuff out. I mean, damn. Right. Like, again... I'm very shocked that this is Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh is usually a classy organization, you know, regardless of what's a few classy organizations. And to see that this is going on in Pittsburgh is like, wow, like these guys are really taking this stuff out and they're looting this man locker. And they couldn't have the decency to wait until, you know, at least the cameras was off to take the stuff, you know, or just hit them up, say, yo, do you mind if I get this? Of course. Or, you know, like, you know, like they usually do. They take your stuff, they put it in a bag, and they ship it to you because it's your property. You don't go looting like it's Hurricane Katrina and, like, you ain't going to get nothing. Like, you can't buy you a pair of Jordan cleats, fucking Jordan cleats. You're going to get them dirty. Like, this is this is crazy. Like my man Kenny said, clown shit. It really is clown shit. So my point to that is get your money. These young men, get your money. Hold out if you need to. Set a precedent and say, listen, I'm important to my family, to my fans. And if I got to sit out, then so be it. I'm not going to take nobody's shit. I do what I want to do, and what I want to do, I'll do it. So anybody that don't like what he got to do, I mean, it doesn't matter anymore. Because, again, you're going to see a lot of players holding on for a long time and say, I need my money because he can go break his leg tomorrow or he could get on the field and be like Des Bryant tears freaking ACL and be done for the season. But I think that the NFL, what they're still having issues with is that guaranteed money. In baseball, that money is guaranteed. That money is guaranteed and with some stipulations, of course. But again, that money is guaranteed in baseball. If they say you're getting $100 million guaranteed, that shit is guaranteed. So once you sign that contract, that's all yours. But in football... You might got $25 million guaranteed with some incentives. And, you know, so it's really not guaranteed because you still got to perform to get all that money. You know, but again, the players, um, you know, I think that they need to, uh, you know, do their thing and make better decisions and, you know, leaving Roger Goodell in charge. And that's kind of their fault. But hopefully, you know, when they, you know, do the next contract, you know, and working in that union, they could say, okay, this is what we want. My boy Kenny Fova said, if any organization should understand his point, standpoint, it should be 
the Steelers with all the CTE cases and shades of injury. Yes, you are right, Jimmy. I agree with you. You know, I think that the Steelers should understand, like, yo, listen, wow, this is this is this is serious. But again, what they're gonna say is, well, this is a business, you know, and you know the risk when you sign up for it. So I think that him sitting out is a great thing, and he understands, like, listen, I'm gonna get my money. If you don't like it, or well, because with a player like that, he's going to get his money, and that's the beauty of it. A lot of players can't sit out. A lot of players they need to play, but. You know, someone like Le'Veon Bell, he's going to get all of that money. And he's going to continue to be a great back. So that's what I love about it. And if you haven't done so, please hit that share button. Do not be selfish like the Pittsburgh Steelers locker room and keep everything to yourself. Hit that share button twice if you can. Share it, you know. Don't just be the only ones listening. You know, share with your, share with your cousins and them. You know, we got a Thanksgiving. Sh- show them what this boy from CT is all about, man. You know, but, you know, it's my point is players need to hold out. It's a business decision, and I love it. I have no problem with it. But I definitely want to see what my boys, D-Ruck, the Ruck Report, and Chris G got to say about this. I already know what Chris G going to say about it. Oh, trust me, I'm going to have to cut his microphone down because he's going to say it, and he's going to scream it from the top of his lungs. I love when players get that money. But in his voice, Chris going to say, get that money, do you, boo-boo. That's what Chris going to say. That's my man. That's what he's going to say. So, on this day, November 15th, 1970, Paul Brown defeated his old teammate. Kim, you might want to plug your ears if you're still listening. The Cleveland Browns. Coach Paul Brown said this was his greatest victory. Yes, Paul Brown started the Cleveland Browns. They actually named after him. Um, I think that they're the only team to be named after a person. And then they be named after a coach. Um, Ohio loves Coach Brown, um, and he said that was his greatest victory to defeat the Cleveland Browns. On this day, it happened, 1970. Yeah, really wasn't much to talk about, but, hey, you know, Cleveland Browns. Give me and Don Smith on the check-in, man. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If you want some real journalism, if you want to report TMZ, got it, you better go to Don Smith page, man, right now. I, I need everybody... So, you know, hop off and hop back on and go to my man Don Smith page. That's the Smith with a Y. And get the real to real, man. Oh, like I said, I, I had hit him up the other day, man. And I said, yo, man, this is what I'm hearing. I don't know if it's true. If you ain't put it, it ain't true. If if Don Smith don't say it, it ain't true, man. Shout out to my man, the Teflon Don Smith, man. What's good, baby? Um, My final point, and I'm going to be out of here, man. I ain't going to be too long, man. Um. Houston will part ways with Melo. If you shocked, I don't I don't know what rock you've been living under because I think that this was doomed from the start. I think that when Houston signed Melo, I think everybody that watched basketball was like, why would you sign Melo? Um, so this is no shocker, but they cannot, uh, you know, talk to teams and they can't really release them until after December. So he still got a few weeks to be on his squad. And then that's when they can release some other teams to do their thing. And, you know, they can make some ways. And I don't know what they're going to get. For, I don't know who's going to give them anything for him. I mean, again, Melo is. I'm not going to shit on Melo like other people do. Um, I know that Aaron Fleming says Melo has not, you know, changed since he left Syracuse. I would disagree with that. Yes, Wes. Um, you know, you could tell Aaron. I don't want to say Melo ain't holding it. You know, Melo, 
Melo did a little bit when he was with the Nuggets, but I think that, you know, once he got to that point of realizing that this is a business and he can make his money, I think that's what Melo did. Melo went and got his money, and Melo said, fuck everybody, because Melo understood how the business worked. He went to New York. I think a lot of people would, from New York with the Knicks game was excited. That didn't pan out. And again, in his in his defense, there was some coaching changes, and he had a lot to do with Phil Jackson and trying to run an office around him that he wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't predicated for him. But at the end of the day, man, Melo, you got to put up a shut up. And is he a top player in the league? No. Um, I think that his name still rang bells because of his his former accolades. I mean, 10 All-Stars, that's, that's nothing to, you know, to just frown upon. But at the same time, your production should have been up there. And I and I and I think that most superstars they're gonna probably give you something on the offense and defense, but you know Melo Melo is a liability on the defensive end, so you know he's gonna get buckets, but at the same time you just know that he ain't gonna be doing anything else, you know. But he is older. Um, I think Melo's what thirty four, thirty five, so he's up there in age, and I think that he needs to go to L A with LeBron, um. And just write it out, man. Listen, let this listen. Let this be your last year, Melo. If anybody know Melo, let this be your last year. Enjoy your life with your wife. Uh, some say you got a side piece. I don't know. With a with a with a with a, with a beautiful woman like that, like Lala, who's doing her thing. I don't know why you would need one, but anyway, that's not my show. Um, if you want to know a show uh, that that you can listen to like that, you know, you can you can go to what did MJ say page. And she, you know, her and her friends will tell you all about that. But this is sports. So we're going to keep it sports. Um, but again, it's it's very disappointing that Melo isn't where he should be, man. You know, I thought Melo would be a little farther than where he is. You know, Miss Hyman was good. Starting trouble self. Uh, my brand, um, my man Brandon said Melo is a disappointment. Only thing he really accomplished was U.S. gold medals and MVP of the U.S. basketball team. You know what? That's true, and it's sad because this is not AAU. This is the NBA, so nobody cares too much about that after a while. Now, when they did it, you know, when they brought back the gold and they brought some, you know, uh, some light to our country when we needed it, you know, when they went and did their thing and got the gold, I think everybody was excited. 2012, boom, they did it. But now it's like, like, mellow, like, that's... That's not what we doing, son. Like, like we ain't doing that no more. Like, we trying to get championships. And especially knowing that D-Wade, you know, Bosh, LeBron, you know, and and Melo came out at the same time. And Melo only got to the conference finals one time. You know, then even with the Knicks, he didn't make it out of the second round. So, like you said, Brent, that's kind of disappointing, man. I think everybody thought Melo would at least be a beast in the East, you know. But I, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Again, I'm just gonna play devil advocates here, man. Having a president who really not rocking with you, having a coaching that, uh, that that really doesn't try to filter the system around you. Then you get Porzingis, so they really trying to make Porzingis the man. It was tough, man. It was really tough. But, again, great players know how to play in, in difficult situations. And I think that we saw the demise of Melo in New York, you know. So and then when he went to OKC, like, I think everybody knew how that was going to be. Like, how was you, Paul George, 
and Westbrook getting the ball. That's not happening. And again, it didn't happen. Again, not saying that Melo was trash. I won't ever say any NBA player is trash. No, I won't. I would never say any NBA player is trash because, again, these guys are professionals. Even the guys that don't even, you know, get on the court can bust anybody ass. So I would never say that anybody in the NBA is trash, personally. But I will still call you trash if I don't like your game. Yes, I will say you trash, Kobe. Antonio was good, fam. Long time no see. My Brandon said, yeah, I was a young and watched him and LeBron come in the league, and I really thought they both have multiple rings by this time. I agree. You know, again, being I'm a LeBron fan, I will always take it for LeBron. Again, LeBron ran into some juggernauts called the Golden State Warriors, also a great coach team, the Spurs. But also, I mean, listen, he he's doing his thing, he and he continues to do his thing. You know, I'm I'm very optimistic to see what he does in LA, man. So, you know, I I don't I don't see any him, you know, slowing down no time soon. I say about another two years and then my guys and LeBron gonna retire. You know, but uh but yeah, man, it's it's really going to be a struggle for Melo. Melo needs just like just let it go, man. Just you know, just get in a different role, accept your role coming off the bench. Like, you're not a starter for this team. Not saying Melo can't start, you know, but what I'm saying is that he's going to have to find the right system where he's going to be able to get the ball a lot and be comfortable. That's the system that Melo needs to go into. And, you know, you're not going to get that in Houston. No, I like, I don't don't, don't even know how he thought that worked. Um, OKC, no. Melo needs to go to a younger team who is – not afraid to give him the ball, you know. What Melo should have did was try to say, listen, I need to go to the Celtics. I need to go to a team where it's going to be a good coach and I can get the ball. And we have defenders where I won't be a liability. That's what Melo needs to do, go to go to the Celtics. My man Rob McFly, yes, I did the weather for you. I said that there's a snowstorm on the East Coast, man, and I talked about how the weathermen lie. And, you know, I did that just for you, sir. Did that just for you. You know, it's, it's real out here. Yes, it is. It is real out here on the East Coast. So, my man Rob McFly in the check-in, one of the best video gamers that you can know. Crazy dude, too, man. But shout out to him. High fam all day. Um, but, yes, Mello. Mello just just gives it up. Just please give it up. Give it up. Just give it up. So, before I leave, I just want to let you guys know, um, we are looking for sponsors. Okay, I do have some sponsors in the works. So if you are a person or if you are a business who's trying to grow your product, I just want to let you know that this is the platform right here, the Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast. We're reaching over 20,000 and some. Um, We are very interactive. We can really help your business or your product grow. So if you have a product that you would like to get out there and grow and make more money, please. Become a sponsor for the Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast, and we will make sure that your product will get out there. Your business will grow. So I'm just letting y'all know we are on to something great, so you might want to jump on. If you got something that you want to sell, sell it up here. I have some great affordable packages. I'm not going to beat you over the head with what we have. I'm not trying to get rich. I'm lying. I am. But... (laughs) I am going to make sure that you are a value customer, that you are getting what you want 
with our nice sponsorship package. So if you have an idea, product, or business, and you would like for it to be ran on the Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast, you can hit me in my inbox, and I can give you more information on how to do that. And I guarantee you it is very affordable. Our prices cannot be beat. And the prices that we will get give you, you will be getting more versus if you go with your regular big-name brand competitors. So please, if you have a product, you can contact me at Don't Shoot the Messenger. Um, no, 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 no. Just hit me in my, in my inbox, and I'll give you all the other information. But, yes, sponsorships, we are looking for sponsors. So we're trying to help you, and you're helping us in the long run. So, yeah. Yes, it is, Tom. It is a bargain. It is a steal, Tom. Like, what we are giving, like, our prices, I mean, they can't be beat right now. And we are giving the good prices. Javon White was good, man. Dallas Cowboy fan, sorry to hear that. Um, I was talking about my sponsorship. Yes, yeah, so please, man. Um, we have a sponsor. We have actually have a few sponsors. But again, I just want to let you guys know if you are looking for a nice product, you know, we are we are giving that. We are offering that. So I just want to say that. Um, you know, so get on. So get on, yes. Please get on. Get on. Get on, get on. Now, I will be going, but again, you can catch us at Saturdays, 12.30 p.m. Tom says, often imitated, never duplicated. That's why I love you, Tom, man. I love Tom, man. Tom, oh, man, Tom makes me feel good, man. Tom makes the Don't Shoot the Messenger grow, man, especially if you look at his intro, man. He got us up there, man. So, shouts out to him and Ironic Radio. But every Saturday, 12.30-ish, 12.30 between 12.30 and 1, you can come on Facebook. Don't shoot the messenger podcast. You can get find us live up there. You can go on my page, Christopher Gay, Deshaun Rucker, Tom Gully, um, and we will be live. We will be live giving you all the good stuff, anything that you need, and it will be the best and entertaining show. Tom says we are the best sports talk on the planet. Tom, I appreciate that, Tom. I definitely appreciate that. And we try. We really try. We really do try to be the best that we can be. So, yes, and we don't just talk sports. Tom, could you please do me a favor? I need you to get me, like, a nice intro, because I love how your intro was done. So, can you, you know, hit me up so we can, you can give me a nice intro that I want to play before our show is ran? Please, if you can. So, please, hit me up, Tom. Hit me up. I need that. So, without further ado, I will let you go with the rest of your day. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast. Again, I will have a different name, and I will release that name in about 30 minutes. So you can, you know, and I'll let you know where you can find it. Also, do not forget to go to Quiet Conversations on Apple Music, Spotify, Google, anywhere podcasts are sold or listened. Quiet Conversations will be shooting the show tomorrow, so I cannot wait. All right. People, good night and God bless. Yes, yes, yes. So please, please, please do not make a video about us.